Welcome to the Everyone Walks With Someone podcast. I'm your host, Jared Piney, and this is actually going to be the last episode of this limited series podcast. And really just saying those words makes me a little sad in one breath, but also a little excited as I believe God has been speaking through this podcast and helping us to walk with other people. I'm excited to see how he will use this podcast to equip, to inspire, and to empower followers of Jesus to spread the hope and the goodness to others by walking with them. And at the end of this episode, I continue to listen in as I'll give kind of a recap of what we've learned together through this podcast. But before we get to that, I've got a couple guests here with us. So we have TJ Inigran and Josh Eiler, and I know this is going to be a rich conversation. TJ and Josh, it's great to have you with us. What's up, man? Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, before we dig in, I've been asking uh, kind of our guests this question of, what's the story of someone that's walked with you? Um, I, I know there's probably many different people over the years, but you know, someone that's kind of walked with you, and as we kick this off, TJ, why don't you start? Um, well, I guess the first person that would come to mind would be a gentleman that I work with. Um, just kind of, his name is Sean, is just one of those even-keeled guys, and uh doesn't matter, you know, how worked up I, I would get or or what the subject was. He he would always um, be honest with me and tell me probably what I needed to hear and, and, and seem to have the the uh, godly answer, if I should say that. So yeah. that, that's who, who comes to mind right now. It's interesting when you say that. Sometimes it's good to have the rah-rah people in your life that are like, oh, you're doing great and this is good, Yeah, which is good to have, but you need that mix of the person who's going to mix the truth in, yeah. the grace and the truth to say, hey, here's a little bit of wisdom. Here's something exactly. maybe you haven't yeah, thought that's of. A so. good, that's a good description. He, he seemed, he was very wise, and especially me being a, a young kid at the time and, and still to this day, I guess, but he, he he would just say, no, you're wrong. That's not the right way to go about it. <laughs> and, you know, as a young 20-year-old kid, you didn't maybe don't necessarily like hearing that, but it's what you need to hear. So. Yeah, and you probably have a certain level of uh, trust or respect. Oh, yeah, I respect who he is. Him. And so when he says those things and he's got that relationship, yeah. uh, you can listen rather than if it's someone off the street telling you that without yeah. that relationship, it's a little bit harder to take sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Josh, what about you? What's a, a yeah. story uh, of somebody you think that's been walking with oh, you? Lots of folks have walked with me over the years. You know, uh, one guy just uh, maybe that people will be familiar with would be Randy. Uh, serves in our, you know, here in our our community in the in the band, and I'm a drummer, so <clears throat> I uh, I found myself in a pretty hard time one time, you know, just in a low spot in my life, and was really struggling, and and he uh, just being a friend uh, took the time to meet me every day at lunch. Oh yeah, uh, came to work where I worked, met me every day, uh, just sat talked to me, you know, and just mm-hmm. walked with me and just made sure I was okay. Even though I, you know, we, we were brothers in the Lord, uh, <clears throat> you know, I was in a spot where, where I was, I was blinded, you know, I just yeah. wasn't seeing clearly, I, even though I was crying out to God and I, you know, wanted the answers. I wanted God to lead me. I just was so confused and so, uh, upset, you know, hurt and all those things that I just, I couldn't hear God, you know, I couldn't hear him yeah. because I was, I had so much other stuff going on in there. Well, and man, I tell you that that did something in me that, uh, that nothing could ever change. You know, God, God did something through that mm-hmm. just through his, uh, generosity, just through his just willingness to listen, 
That's all it was. Yeah. And just because he knew he needed that whenever he went through something similar, he just needed somebody to listen to him, you know? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I think about some, you know, just somebody that's walked with me, that really stands, just one of them that really stands out. But there's many more. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Same here. But that's cool how you said uh, that he was a big listener. I remember there was a service a couple of weeks ago um, where they said when you're, when you're trying to, necessarily like witness to someone or or uh, anything like that to be an active listener and don't try to solve the problem before they're done Maybe. finishing the sentence. Oh, the connection yeah, exactly. over the correction. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, just just mm-hmm. wait and hear them out and then have a game plan after, but for, you know, while they're talking, just, just listen. I think sometimes uh, we can believe the lies that the enemy tells us on, well, I don't have the right words to say, I don't have the right advice to give, the right wisdom. And so then we don't even engage in that relationship. But, you know, Josh, what you shared and so many other people on this podcast have shared, it's more about just listening and yeah. investing in time. Just yeah. being there and then listening. And the Holy Spirit's going to give you the things to say and the action. So about the thanks for sharing. Yeah. 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 Well, let me get to know you guys a little bit better. So tell me a little bit about what you do for a living and maybe what hobby you're doing right now. And yeah. we've been asking this question too. Are you, are, do you lean more introverted or extroverted? What does that look like for you? And uh, Josh, do you want to start on this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, I am a full-time mechanic. Um, been a mechanic pretty much all my life. Uh, so uh, a year and a half ago, I took a big step and just uh, went home, went to work uh, independently at, at home so I could oh, okay. raise, raise yeah. my kids and get my kids on the bus and get them off the bus. And so I'm working from home now. And, and man, God tell you, God's provided in every which way that I've had any fear I might have had. He's over, you know, just showed me that he was right there through all of it. And so uh, that's been awesome. Uh, I'm a... So I'm um, being a mechanic. I'm just, uh, you know, I do what I love. Only God can do that, man. To give you, you know, just uh, a job and a and a hobby and everything at once and your passion. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't get water. to own all these cars, you know, but I restore cars, <laughs> yeah, so look at them. I get to drive them. I get to, you know, That's they're funny. sitting in my driveway. Somebody comes up, and it's like, yeah, you know. So I still get to be around them, even That's though I don't cool. own them all. You know, and we all wish we could own them all. Then yeah, that doesn't get us nowhere, you know. But it's fun, and so uh, great passion to have. That's and that's my hobby. So I got you know other cars that I work on on yep. my own stuff and my kids and yep. and my kids are my you know my full time passion. So mm-hmm. uh, if if it's not them, I'm working. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I was uh, you know it's funny you ask introverted or extroverted. Um, I was kind of introverted. You know, I, I was always always felt like when I knew something that was right and I had something to say that I, I, I would never back down from the truth. And so I was always outspoken about the truth. Sure. Uh, but I never really liked to go meet new people, never really liked to get outside of my circle, you know. Um, just thought that my friends were great friends. I didn't need new ones, you know. Didn't need to know any more people, but I tell you, man, when I really surrendered to the Lord, He just He blew that out of the water, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so that's done a lot in my yeah. life. You know, well, that's good. Being, I'm being extroverted, I guess. Yeah, you know? and it's always good to know a new mechanic. I had a, a friend that was a mechanic <laughs> at home that he went on to a different career, so I maybe call it do yeah, the yeah, future. Yeah, great. Be great. Yeah, anytime, I'll give you a card. Yes, uh, TJ, what about you? Uh, I am a I'm a full time fireman. Um, 
which I love. That's a, I think it's the best job ever. Loving it. I've been on for just about three years. Um, I did Wildland Fire before I uh, settled down here in Wichita. I did Wildland Fire, so I kind of traveled all across okay, the yeah. country and and did that, did all that and something about a girl. And now I'm here, settled down. So <laughs> no, yeah, it was it it was a it was a fun time. But you know, the being on a on a municipal fire department is kind of what I always wanted to do. And yep. uh, so that's what I do for work. And then on my off days, I, I'm an arborist. I cut trees um, just because that's a skill I learned out going doing the uh, wildland sure. fire yep. stuff. I've got a lot of saw time. So that's just something I know, I guess. Um, my hobbies, I'm super into hunting. I was just talking with you about this morning. We went out and uh, me and me and Brad went and, had some fun this morning, so, um, yeah, yeah, so that that that's about it. I I love hunting and and I'm big into fighting fire. Yeah, I would love. you say are you more uh, you lean more introverted or extroverted? Uh, I super super extroverted. If you know either of my parents, then it, it, it's yeah, I'm super extroverted. Yep. I it's pretty funny because my wife is too, but she's a little bit more quiet and stuff and so when we go to events or anything like that, I'm always like, what? Let's go, and she's like, it's an hour and a half from now on like, oh who cares like, we're just gonna talk to them and she's like no we're waiting at the parking lot yes so managing the tension yeah right? yeah so yeah i'm i'm always up for a good time and conversation and yep yeah ah, well good well you know last episode we had on david and grand and had a conversation around this action of share uh, when we walk with others so today's really kind of a continuation of that action of sharing as we hear stories of challenges and wins from the three of us around that action. But before we jump into that, we want to answer a few of the top questions that people have when walking with others. And really, this is kind of an all play, so we can all kind of answer this question and, and talk about it. But what do you see that holds you back personally from walking with others? And then kind of the second part of that question is, uh, for you, how do you overcome that? And like, for me, I don't always overcome it. Sometimes it just holds me back, but there are times I'm able to overcome it as well. So how would you guys answer that? I think for me, it would be, uh, you know, just uh, that initial fear that I used to have, I guess. Um, and I hear it all, or I feel it, I guess I should say. Um, and I know it's there. And so I'm being aware of it. So when I know that God's calling me to to reach out to a brother or a friend or, or just a neighbor or even somebody at Walmart or something like that. Um, hey, how you doing today? And just provide a smile and yeah. hope, you know, and provide the hope and the peace that, you know, that we have, you know, through Jesus and people see that. And, and when you give them a smile, that opens up doors. So and it's about uh, talking and not just, hi, how's your day? Good, good, good. You know, and that's that's it. That's the end yeah, of the conversation most like of the time. You know? Yeah, you know, and it's about uh, just bringing, man, bringing smile, peace, uh, and hope to people because everywhere we go, I mean, you know, let's face it, not not too many folks are smiling in the shopping marks anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, and, and for for reasons, you know, I mean, right. stuff's getting getting expensive and yeah there's not a whole lot to smile about out there anymore but man when you got jesus i'll tell you what it changes everything right <laughs> yeah. so so uh that fear i guess of of the unknown like oh would this person like yeah. you know oh screw you or you know you're not having you know don't talk to me or yeah. you know but nobody does that so yeah. what is that yeah. you know what <laughs> is that fear that we have of just 
you know, and it's like, man, I talk, you know, to guys, you know, some single buddies, and they're like, man, I mean, you know, and how do I talk to this girl, this lady? You know, I just been, I just want to take her on a date, and it's like, dude. Do you realize that she just wants you to walk up there and, and <laughs> just, just be like, hey, man, could I, you know, sit and you want to have a talk? You want to have a conversation today? Would you be interested in just talking? Yeah. You know, have a conversation with me? I mean, I may not get another chance, you know? I mean, throw <laughs> that. It just, it's about just being totally risky, but, it, but comfortable in your own skin because that's what God does, right? Yeah. And so we don't have to fear the unknown. It's about just being confident in who God makes us. Uh, and just living and walking in that spirit, I think. So that fear is the biggest thing that holds me back. That fear of just uh, is that? Uh, Am I going to say you, something are you, are you, weird? Is going to yeah, go? Yeah, or, like or even or? or even like disobedience, kind of like no, that's not you telling me to do that, God. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, that wasn't yeah. you, God. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, like where Jonah. we just, yeah, you know, you see somebody and then you turn your head. It's like, no, 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 I, no, you weren't telling me. To, <laughs> yeah, yes, I was, <laughs> and you got to turn around and go back and get in the fire. You know, we, we get right in the fire with them. So that's yeah. what it's all about, and no, it's, it's exciting good. and staying, staying energized in the spirit, staying full of full of that. And so, yeah. what about you? TJ? What comes up? I mean, what comes to mind for me is more so people that you know already, like friends yeah. or coworkers. Um, and maybe the fear of being labeled a hypocrite, because mm -hmm. um, like, let's face it, we're not all perfect. We all, we've all done stupid stuff in, in front of those people, and you know you don't want to you don't want to go up and and uh, just kind of seem like a hypocrite. But um, I feel like for the most part, people understand that and are are pretty lenient with that. But also with the fact of you know, especially if you know if they're go to school with you or a coworker. Um, just maybe being scared if you already have a relationship that maybe that's going to have to get cut off because if they don't believe and, and you yeah. do, then, you know, which, which shouldn't be the case, you know? And But it's rare. It's, it's something that can hold you back or that you've got to go over that challenge, yeah. that obstacle. And, <laughs> yep. you know, it's, it's funny. I've seen a lot of people <coughs> go overseas on global outreach trips and, and they go to Kenya or India or, you know, all kinds of different spots and they, share their faith or they're, they're walking and talking to people just on the street and wherever. And then yeah. and they come home yeah. and it's like, it's Oh, different. it's harder to do it across the street to my neighbor or to my yeah. family it's, member or to my friend hard. or my coworker or the, yeah. you know, the parent of my kids' yeah. ball teams and those, but you can, you can do it over on those spots. And so yeah. it, I mean, well, that fear like live, is a real thing. You have to thing. live with the repercussions of like, Oh, yeah. if they yeah. start looking at me funny every time I, and I, I take my trash out, and, you, know, <laughs> you know, and now that you say that, I mean, when we're there, when we're overseas or when we're on a mission, we we do look like the the sore thumb sticking out, you know. So yeah, you so don't it's care. like so they're all coming up to you like, oh hey foreigner guy, what are you doing yeah. here? Oh, I'm here about Jesus, man. Yeah. You know, so it makes it easy. But when we're here, we're just just a normal fitting into the normal, right? Yeah. And that's I mean this shirt that I'm wearing here today it says "Stick with Jesus." I'm a drummer and it's got a cross on it and it's uh, drumsticks and. Uh, Lined up, but uh, I love this shirt and it's always on the top of my stack. And so I, I wash <laughs> cool. it, and if I get it back in my stack, I'm wearing it the next day. Yeah, and it's yep. and you can tell it's there's holes in it, and it's it's pretty ratty, but it's my favorite shirt. And uh, I can tell you how many lives that God has reached through this shirt. Really, oh, yeah, that's by, awesome. By just putting me in a place where somebody's like, I like that shirt, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, right on, man. Me too. That's my favorite shirt, man. How are you doing today? You know, it's, hey, you go to church anywhere? You want, uh, you know, if you 
digging your, you're digging the shirts like hey yeah. you know we can start a conversation yeah. so, right so just i mean and i'm not saying that everybody has something like that, that they just put on and go out there and, and use it but but if you can if you can find something like that do it i yeah. mean and i know this touches lives this shirt right here it just puts me in a position you know yeah and and I love our, our shirts here at Pathway, too, because, I, you know, I get to throw one of them on when this right. is dirty. So, it's, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, I think, I think one of them for me, so um, it's trying to get conversations of people you know or you don't know and trying to just get to know them a little bit more and, and, and talk more. And sometimes that'll move to faith-related conversations. So, like, for me, I'll use tattoos a lot. I, I think it's, it's so fascinating when people put on tattoos because they usually think about it. So usually it's not like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's just put this tattoo. Like, they have thought on it on what right. it is. So, yeah. you know, if it's a barista or if it's someone that I just met or whatever, I see a tattoo, I love hearing stories of, hey, like, tell me what that right. is and why you yeah. got it. And then you do that and you start having that conversation. Yeah. You never know where it's going to lead to, but it's just getting to know them more in those relationships yeah. on it. So kind of like, you know, the t-shirt, something when you wear it, but maybe it's tattoos that you notice or if it's, you know, other things, just starting those conversations. Yeah. So Yeah, especially if it's on you. Like if you have a tattoo that that gets complimented a yep. decent amount, like I, I have a line on my arm and a decent amount of people comment on it. And, you know, that's a good conversation starter, just like a shirt. So, yeah. Yep. So um, another question that kind of people have is, how does walking with others grow you closer to God? And so some of the old church history is a little bit like you grow closer by going to conferences, listening to messages, reading books, listening to podcasts, and all of those things are great. And, and yeah. I do most of those things, but that's not the only way to grow closer to God. And really, in my life, a lot of it has been when you begin to walk with others are the times that I've grown the most. So it's both of those. It is reading and listening and being a student of God's word, but it's going out and doing it together. So yeah. for you guys, have you found that to be true? That, Absolutely. yeah, that, I mean, that question really kind of makes sense to me just because my wife and I were volunteering with the high school ministry. So we've been doing that for about two years now and, and we're both liking it. And, you know, it, both of our faith walks have just been um, amplified by a lot because it, it just forces you to think, you know what I mean? Like you can't help. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, high schoolers that'll that'll just call you out and you know realize if you're you know not being truthful or anything like that so um yeah it's um it's it's really easy to to get better with your faith walk when you when you're helping and leading others and you know a lot of times they'll ask questions and and you just gotta you just gotta say i don't know let's figure yeah. it out together you know what i mean like i don't I, i'm not gonna pretend like i know everything so um, if we don't know, let's figure it out together. And, and I think that really strengthens your faith walk. And, and especially uh, our our marriage. We're, we're pretty young in marriage. We've been married about a year and a half. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's really helped with us a lot just uh, just with our faith walk for yeah. sure. So li listening is, is kind of the biggest thing for me, you know, just listening for people. And like we may not know, we've ever been through – something that somebody's been through or we may not have uh we may not like say we don't know the answers you know uh but but when somebody's reaching out and and for help or they're searching for god it doesn't mean that we need to provide any answers at all we don't need to give them we don't need to tell them that god is the answer we don't need to sh uh, we don't even need to bring up jesus we don't it does we, we don't even have to he does it yeah. so what we do is we just we you got to be willing first 
to be used, right? And then to have a relationship outside of your own mind and be able to accept uh, somebody's ideas and and talk with them about it. And if you don't know, then offer, you know, hey, can I help you get some help? And how did Jesus teach is one of the biggest things that that, uh, teaches me is so I, you know, if I'm trying to lean uh, lean, uh, people towards Christ uh, and having a conversation with them, I try to think about how do how would Jesus do this, right? Yeah. It's like the old bracelets, you know, what would Jesus do? What would, yeah. Yeah. What would yeah. Jesus do? You know, I remember all that. He would ask questions. How did he teach? Parables. Parables are mm-hmm. questions, man. Yeah. Parables are solid questions. Solid. Every time Jesus would teach, he would say, Well, was it better to do this or is it better to do that? You know, I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? Put your hand in the fire or you, <laughs> you know? So I uh, it's and that I realized through my buddy sitting with me uh, at lunch yeah. that uh, it meant I knew the answers. They were all inside yeah. of me. God had already planted yeah. those answers That's inside cool, of my heart. I knew them. I just needed somebody to listen to go to and then go. Well, are you sure that's really what God <laughs> wants you to do? And then yeah. you go, oh. No, yeah, yeah, no, that's not what he wants me to do, right? Well, we just need somebody to listen, somebody to sit with us and just be willing to have that relationship yeah. just like Jesus would for us and how he, he would wait a million years for us to turn our lives around. Yeah. And, and when we did, he's still going to be there, he's yeah. gonna, you know? And so we have to humble ourselves and just, even though this person may be totally different faith, totally di- we don't have to bring Jesus up. Just remember that. Okay, we need to be like him. We don't yeah. need to, because the first thing that pushes people away now, I think, just with everything going on, is just preaching Jesus. Yeah. We're going and preaching the word to him, and preaching, the, well, God says this, you know, well, God says, and, Bible thumping and damn you yeah. if you don't, and all this, you know. Well, that go. well, people are looking, searching for the answers, and they're searching for truth, and they're, well, a mighty God wouldn't do that to me, you know? Yeah. So if you do, if you enter a conversation with that, then you're pushing people away. So you just let God lead, build a relationship first, and then they go, "Well, man, I gotta ask you, how do you have so much peace in your life?" And then you get to, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Amen. You give Him the glory, you know. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of a testament in my life, just to watch that unfold from other people helping walking with me, right. seeing what that did in his life. And and he didn't even know that how God was going to grow him. He didn't know he was going to grow. His faith grew exponentially by just being willing to come and sit with me. Oh, sure. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's, you know, this has been good on like different teachings and different points on, on why we do this and even how. I, I think what our listeners, what helps me grow is want to hear stories of how it's happened. So yeah. let's just kind of go around and share stories of walking with others and sharing with them and and not just the wins, but some of the challenges. And, you know, on this podcast where we don't call failures um, whenever something doesn't go our way, because it's not a failure if we're yeah. obedient to God, right? We're just, yeah. uh, that's what we're called to do. Um, but there's challenges when it comes to walking with others. So I just want to share um, kind of stories of, of what this looked like. And TJ, can you maybe yeah. kick us off? Uh, I mean, what Josh was saying earlier really just kind of reminds me of a, of a story just yesterday, actually, um, yesterday. I uh, was talking with a with a good buddy of mine. He works with me, and I've known him for about three years now, and and uh, spent a lot of time together, and and had a lot of laughs together, and you know, 
I've never really asked him about what he thought in, in faith. I kind of had an idea, um, and I and I knew it it wasn't strong, if at all. Uh, but I never asked him, just because of what we were talking about earlier of, of maybe fear or or you know I'll see the doubt or whatever that may be. Um, but we were out working on this roof yesterday, and you know I just maybe felt a of sway of the Holy Spirit. And I just thought, well, today's the day we're doing it. And, uh, so I said, man, um, you know, what do you, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of God? What do you think of faith? And he kind of just started chuckling. Oh, you're going to, you're going to, um, pull the old Jesus conversation out on me. And I said, well, yeah, I am. You know, we're good buddies. We can laugh together. And if he said, no, there's, you know, it's whatever. I don't, really don't care but so we started in and had a had a full conversation and and it was a good one i'm more um i understand where he's at a lot better now and and uh what i think is more important though is he understands where i'm at a little bit better um and i told him just kind of what we were talking about earlier um man i'm not going to bible thump you i'm not going to um dive in and save you per se. If you want to use that analogy, I'm not going to do anything. What I'm going to do is, is plant seeds and let God do the rest. You know what I mean? I, I told him, I said, man, I, I, I know that I maybe have not been the best example and, and, and I'm going to work on that. And, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to try my best to, to plant a seed with you and, and, uh, just let God do the rest and, and move on. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to holier than thou you. So, That that just happened yesterday, and it was really, yeah. really cool, actually. So, you know, when I talk to people, sometimes they're like, "Well, I don't, I don't know if I know anyone that doesn't know Jesus," or you know, I think we sometimes some people can assume everyone goes to church or everyone has some faith, and we're probably moving farther away from that. But when you really ask people, you say, "Okay, who do you work with? Who's in your neighborhood? Who's who's in your kids' schools?" And those like, there's lots of different names. I think all of us could say, "Yeah, I'm not for sure where they are in their faith. I'm not for sure they have a church home or um, and those things." And so, I, you know, I love at first. Like, it, it sounds like it's something that was on your heart a little bit. Oh, like, yeah, okay, I'm not for sure while. exactly where he's at, and yeah. gonna you know look for the right opportunity. And sometimes there's not the right opportunity. It's when Holy Spirit kind of pings right. and says, "Hey, right. it's now. <laughs> yeah. You know, now's yeah. to have the conversation." So, yeah, um, I, I, mean, I got a story. Kind of, or go ahead, TJ. No, I was just, I was just gonna say, like we were talking about earlier, it, it was scary, man. You know, you start doubting yourself and you're scared, but once you just kind of strap up and do it, you know, you you, you feel a lot better. Whether or not they get, you know, they come to the Lord or anything after that, you know, you feel better that that you uh, that you put you God out there. To, yeah, you, know, you did do what you're supposed to. So, yeah. yep. Um, I got a, a semi similar story. I don't know. So I. I enjoy all kinds of different hobbies, whether it's yard game type stuff or, or softball, but I've been playing a lot of pickleball recently and, and you get to meet a lot of people when you play because you kind of rotate in and, and there's a few people that, I mean, I've gotten to know pretty well. I mean, you, you kind of talk a little bit, then you go and play. So I don't know them that well, but I'm like, man, I've got to get some more one-on-one opportunities or try to get to know their story a little bit more, just invest a little bit more, listen, kind of like yeah. what you said, Josh, a little bit more. And so um, I, a couple of my invited over for the Chiefs game a few weeks ago, and uh, one of them came. I'm like, hey, this is three hours, you know, down in my basement with a couple other guys. We're kind of hanging out. I'm like, have an opportunity here. And, you know, it was around halftime that I'm like, okay, this may be the time to kind of ask a yeah. question. And, you know, it was, hey, I, I don't, you know, I don't know, Tim. Like, do you have a church home that you go to? And and he, he said he, he doesn't really right now. He kind of has been going downtown and helping out uh, feeding the homeless, which is great, but doesn't really have a church home. And it just – 
led to different conversations that I think uh, for that one, he at least expressed interest in coming to the men's group that I lead. And then, you know, we'll see if church is after that. But, you know, really it was just more like I just loved hearing his story and his faith story a little bit. And it's kind of um, been a little bit more distant now. But I think when you open up the conversation, you even said it with your friend that you got to know, you understood a little bit more where he's coming from. And he knew more of where you're coming from, too. Yeah. So it's starting that conversation. Absolutely. Hey, you speak about your, your men's group. and um, Awesome. And I do, I've been doing the same thing. Uh, you know, when I first started uh, attending Pathway, you know, we had home teams. And I joined one right away. And uh, my wife and I uh, were fairly involved in the church and getting to know some folks. And, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, a couple of years down the road, uh, uh, God led me to just, just a position in my life to where I needed to lead men, and he and he led me to uh, you know where men he says men need to be in counsel with other men and women should be in counsel with other godly women you know and not not, not to say that uh, couples groups are are not good or nothing but but I just felt the calling yeah. and so. Uh, uh, through that calling, man, God's led me to be walking with all kinds of different men, uh, just growing my, um, you know, my faith, not just my faith, but, uh, uh, I mean, everything about me is what God's, you know, I mean, what, who God says I am, you know, as far as a man and understanding what God says a man is, you know, and being able to help other men get back to those ground roots and those. And uh, so walking with some of them, I mean, some guys get it, you know, some guys are just searching for God, man. And they, you know, and they just, and you find them on the street and you invite them to your, to your home team or whatever. And they show up and it's just bros, you know, and we're just having straight up men talk. You can, I mean, if it's your first time there, you know, and you're flying some cuss words off the hook, we're not going to condemn you for it. We may say at the end of it, hey, man, next time, you know, pray about your mouth a little bit or whatever. <laughs> you know, hey, we love you. You know, not saying, you know, hey, we still loved it. It was all good. But, you know, you might think about it, you know. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, the next time, I mean, that guy would show up and he'd beat his clean mouth at, from then on, yeah. you know. And some people get it, but... <clears throat> There's other brothers, even before God called me to walk in with men, um, that I've been walking with my whole life that, uh, you know, I've been praying for, been leading. Uh, and, and when I say leading, uh, yeah, there's been some, some Bible bashing over the head. There's been some Jesus talks, and there's been, you know, over the years. Uh, but at some point— you know, we start to wonder, do we just stop? Do we quit? You know, do, okay, I know I've tried, I've tried. God, I'm planting seeds, I'm planting seeds, you know, and, and that person may get frustrated with you because of your faith or whatever, because you're just trying to show Jesus to them. Or, but no, we don't quit, you know. And I got a brother I've been walking with all my life. And it takes pain, okay? It takes pain to change, right? And so it, sometimes you meet people that are at a, point in their life where they've they've got to this point of change where the pain is just built up and they're looking yeah. they're searching for God you know and and they can they can get it right then and there but other people sometimes you know it's like this other brother I've been walking with all my life uh and I've haven't been the best role model guys and don't you know don't take me wrong, but I have been walking and trying to lead him to a better road for his life yeah. uh he's finally 
got to the point, it didn't matter what I said. It didn't matter how much I loved him. It didn't matter how much I was going to never stop or never give up on him. It, it didn't matter what I did. He was going to, we have our own choices. God gives us free will. So he had to get to that point to where the pain of not changing was greater than the pain of change, you know? So he had, he had damaged his life and himself so much to the point to where now he had to change. Yeah. And now he, he can look back and go, I know, I know how I know. I know God's been trying to call me. He's been he's been trying to get me from Josh. He's been speaking through Josh all these years. He's been speaking through my mom and all my sisters, and all my brothers, you know, and, and he's he can finally see now that God has been pulling him the whole time. Right. And you know, and sometimes it's so. so it's through those relationships that you didn't give up and and you continue to listen and just invest in that relationship that when the pain did get to that point or like, who do I reach out to? Oh, Josh has been there, and this person's been there, and that person. And so, yeah, you never know when it's going to happen. We're just we're called to invest in other people, love on other people, and when they're ready to to reach back out. And um, with that, they know that they can trust us. They know that they we're, we're there for them, and and so then we can help lead them. That that's that's great. TJ, I I heard a story, and I haven't heard it from you, so I want you to kind of unpack it maybe a little bit. But you started kind of a, a group um, at work, I think. I which, did, yeah. Which sometimes um, I talk about fear. Sometimes, okay, well, yeah, at work, yeah. how do I, you know, start a group there? So I tell me a little bit about that. So I started, it was, you know, about a year ago, I started a, a men's group of only firemen. Uh, and I would have all the guys come over to my house, and, and we'd have some beers and we'd smoke some, some cigars and play darts and shoot pool and then have a fire. And at the end of the, all, all that, we'd walk, you know, come inside of the couch, watch a, watch a video, read some scripture and do it all over again. It was a, it was a fun time. We, this summer we kind of slowed down just because everyone's schedule got crazy, but sooner or later we're going to, we're going to get back into it and, and start, start meeting up again once everyone's schedule kind of gets lined up. But yeah, uh, you were saying it, it, Starting up, it was super intimidating just because you're a young guy on the job, and and my job, it's all, you know, type A people and alpha males and lots of intimidating characters, and yeah, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of timid or soft spoken yep. people in my job, I would say. So, um, being a young guy on the job, it, it was super intimidating, but to just to kind of um, be bold and and have faith and just reach out to anyone that you think God laid on your heart and, you know, sometimes they say they're going to come and not, and sometimes they say no, and that's okay. You just kind of got to keep on, keep on keeping on with that. But man, it's been a, it's been a really cool ride just to see um, other guys' journey and, and my own and, and just realizing that people, it, it almost seems like a lot of people are waiting for that call. Yeah. You know, I've heard from a couple of different guys, like I've, you know, we've just been waiting for someone to, to invite us or waiting for, for uh, you know, yeah. God to call us. And, you know, you just don't realize that you well, you are that key. You know, you you are the change. So yeah. if I could just say one thing, man, that that will that change my life, okay, um, from this whole mindset, yeah. okay, that really just battled this, you know, for the devil just holding me back, you know, about all this that we're talking about. Uh, from from just hearing God's voice, from doing what He calls us to do and being obedient, was 
when <clears throat> you know we when we go to prayer and we and we we talk to God, we we go to prayer for for all kinds of things, you know, for other people, um, for prosperity, uh, for health, for all these things, right? Um, but when we go to God and pray consistently to Him for character and for His will to be done in our life, and when you're seeking that, okay, pray every day, God, help me to be willing. Help me to just be willing today. Yep. Lord, help me to be willing. God, help me to see when you provide those opportunities that I'm going to be willing, yeah. okay? And when you start praying for that faith, when you start praying for God to just do that change in you, for you to hear his voice at, at the second when he starts calling, yeah. when you start praying about that, he answers. Yeah. God God answers prayer. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a powerful thing to witness in your life is when you start wanting you, when you truly want that spirit and you want to feel the Holy Spirit grab you mm -hmm. and go, there's somebody sitting on the corner over there and you need to go give him a dollar whether he looks like a beggar or not, right? Well, that's when we, we go, okay, God, you know, whatever that situation may be was getting over that fear. God, help me to be willing. Lord, help me to listen. Help me to hear you. And so when we're willing to listen to him, if we can't listen to, to God, we can't listen to others. Yep. If we don't have a relationship with God, we can't have a relationship, a true, honest, right relationship with others. Now, I, I think that's so good that and we've talked about it on some other uh, episodes here in this podcast. It's just the the muscle that you've got to flex and you've got to get it stronger on being willing. And, um, and I think praying about it is a great way to do it. It makes you more intentional. It allows and invites the Holy Spirit and God to, to give you that power to allow you to do that. So... That's good, Josh. Um, well, let's do this. We got one other kind of story at all that we want to share. Hopefully future stories. I mean, I don't know yeah. that I have a lot of friends like that one I was just talking about. So, you know, it's just going to take, it's just going to be a matter of when I kind of get tugged by the Holy Spirit and look over and go, you know, where, where are you at? You know, I've known you for a long time, but yeah. let's talk about it. Where are you at? Yeah. You know, I just have encouraged yeah, to do I've that. got a brother that, uh, that just a, a great resurrection story a brother that comes to church with us now um found him in a bad spot man he was in the lowest low of his life and he was searching you know he met him at the lake and mm -hmm. uh and brother has just surrendered his life to the lord uh and is just reaching out and leading others uh you, you can just see the integrity coming back to him um you know and that's what god's i mean a man is somebody with integrity right i mean god doesn't make a man i mean god makes a real man so a real man doesn't make up fibs or lies or do something he says he's not going to do and just to see all that integrity coming back in him and uh just god filling his life and just the power of what i mean seeing him transform everything about him his his work his uh his health all of it uh, you know and so a uh, testimony uh, to of watching just being willing and planting that seed and just being willing to listen to somebody and watching God do the rest of the work. Uh, it's been amazing to see this this brother yep. grow. That's good. Well, yeah. Josh, TJ, I greatly appreciate you guys coming on and, yeah. and sharing your stories. But um, so I think even bigger than that, just your heart. I, I loved getting to know you guys a little bit more and your willingness to – 
to go out and to um, just share the the hope of Jesus to others and walk with those that are believers, spend time with those that are not, and and just being obedient. So thank you so much for being of course, here. Yeah, I appreciate you having thank me you on. Yeah, with this being a kind of the last episode, um, you know, we've talked about so much. We've talked about uh, maturing as Jesus followers while growing Jesus followers. So we've talked about trusting God for the outcome. We've talked about living life with those that don't know Jesus. Um, these ideas of serving, of seeking, of sharing. And I know some of you, you've listened. And if you're still listening on episode nine, you've made it through it. But um, I, I just, I know as I've walked with people in my own life, there's been times I've, I've heard what I feel like I need to do, but I just haven't gotten over that step. And so maybe that's you and you're listening and you think, I need to start walking with people, whether it's those that are fellow believers or those that don't know Christ, but I just don't know how to do it. I don't know where to get started. I, I think the first part to get started is you listen to this podcast, which is great, but now go to God. And and just like Josh said earlier, just pray that God would give you opportunities, that he'd give you the words to say, the actions to have, to go out and build these relationships and just walk with other people. And um, I, I know whatever church you're connected to, that you could go to, uh, maybe it's someone there that, that invited you to church, or it's your small group leader, or it's uh, someone on staff and say, hey, I feel like... I need to start walking with others, but I don't really know how, and I need that accountability. I know for me, anytime I set a goal, I'm way more likely to uh, complete that goal if I tell someone else, someone else in my small group, if I tell my spouse, if I tell someone else they can help nudge me, hold me accountable on that. So you can always reach out to someone and begin putting um, kind of the actions that you want to do um, out there into tangible ways of walking with others. But I just thank you all for listening here through the nine episodes of this Everyone Walks With Someone podcast. Uh, we'll be praying and, and can't wait to hear stories of those that listened to this and then went out and shared the hope of Jesus with others. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. <laughs>